0: Hi, this is Emmy Enchanted, and you're listening to the podcast of Fantastic Books and Where to Find Them. I'm an 11-year-old who loves to read, and I hope that this podcast helps you find books that are a good fit for you. If you ever want to request a review of a certain book, you can contact me on my website www.fantasticbooksandwheretofindthem.org. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back! It's almost dinner time, and I'm about to feed my dogs. I love my dogs. Their names are Deacon and Reynolds. I only have two dogs, but you can read about Melanie, who has 12 dogs, in the book, The Dogs of Proud Spirit by Melanie Sue Bowles. And be sure to stick around, because I interviewed the author. You can listen to it at the end of this podcast. Ready to get started? Here we go. This is a nonfiction book about the author. Melanie has a lot of dogs and cats and horses. At first, she thought she was a cat person. She didn't really know how much joy dogs would bring to her life. Then she got horses. She started out with two and ended up with seventy. Wow, that's a lot of horses. And then she got a lot of dogs, 12, as I mentioned before. They moved from Florida to Arkansas, and sadly, one of her dogs passed on. The dog's name was Molly. I found a few things in this book that related to my life. For example, a chapter called The Cow was about their dog named Molly. They would always leave food high up because she would always jump up and get it. My dog always jumps up and gets things, too. Just today, in fact, my dog jumped up and got some soup I was eating for lunch. Here are some of my favorite parts in this book. One of my absolute favorite parts in the book was the chapter Molly. Molly was all about Molly, as I think you could probably figure out. It was before Melanie had dogs. Molly was her first dog. She felt uneasy at first, but she grew to love Molly. Molly was always Jim's sort of dog. They felt sad when she passed away. Molly was my favorite dog. I cried myself away when Molly died. It felt so sad. But thankfully, their last dog, Chloe, was a lot like Molly. She even jumped up to steal their sushi in the last chapter. I'm glad they finally got a dog that reminded them of Molly. I gotta tell you, I just love Gunner. They adopted Gunner. Gunner was their second dog. Gunner loved to go on trips with Melanie. I think he was just Melanie's kind of dog. I wish I could have Gunner. My third favorite is Trixie. Trixie and her two sisters were found on the side of the road in a box that was covered in ants with only a little food in there that they wouldn't have been able to eat. So Melanie took them in. It was easy to get to her sisters, Daisy and Trudy, But it wasn't that easy to get to Trixie. But when she finally did, Melanie loved them with all her heart. And then Tucker is really cute to me. I really, really wanted him badly. This was Melanie's first impression of him. He's just about the most adorable thing I've ever seen. He looks like a pig with fur. Look at the round belly. She loved Tucker a lot. And those are my four favorite stories. If you want to read the book, go ahead and try it. Send a message back to me about what your favorite story was. Hope you like the book. And you can contact Melanie Sue Bowles on her website, www.melaniesuebowles.com. Will they get more dogs and get a happy, loving family? Or will all the dogs die and they be in endless sorrow? As I always say, read the book to find out. I recommend this book to people who love just a regular nonfiction story once in a while and can take on all of those details without a single bit of magic. It was a bit hard for me at first, but I loved the book. Here's a few helpful things I like to say about the books I read. Run and Get Mom. It's how I describe the scariness factor. There were no scary parts, but I'm going to count sadness for this time. There were a few sad parts, as I've already mentioned the one about Molly and a few others. But none of them more sad than Molly. Yucky lovey stuff. It's how I describe the romance factor. Zero. None. Nada. So, what's my rating for this book? I give this book... Four and a half wands. It was a little sad, but I loved it. My mom had to talk me into finishing reading it when Molly died. I love the book, and I feel glad that the author got to have all of those dogs. I feel sort of jealous of her at the same time, because I wish I had all of those dogs too. Thanks for sticking around. Now you can listen to an interesting interview between myself and Melanie Sue Bowles.
1: How are you? Hi, Emmy. Thank you for having me. I'm great. I'm thrilled to be here.
2: No problem. You wanna get started? You bet. Okay. So first question.
1: How has life changed since you wrote the Dog of the Crab Spirit? Well, I don't necessarily think much has changed, but I do have to tell you that I'm always so inspired when people write to me after reading my books. Mm -hmm. To tell me that the stories about our animals have changed them, has changed their life. I think that's kind of cool because a lot of people have told me they have a new understanding of the life that animals deserve. And and that's really inspiring and it makes me happy.
2: Yes. Your book actually inspired us to get another dog.
1: Oh, that's fabulous.
2: (laughs) I love that. Yes. Because we read that dogs always need to be in a pack, and our dog wasn't very healthy. And um, ever since we got Reynolds, he's been doing much better.
1: Oh, I love to hear that. That's wonderful. Thank you for telling me that.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway, next question. Um, do you feel you'll write any more books on the animals in your life? Besides The Horses of Proud Spirit and <laughs> hoof Shoes, Hoof Prints.
1: Absolutely. I'm always writing. I'm always working on something. As you know, I've got three titles out, um, nonfiction about the, ho- uh, the horses and other animals that have come to the sanctuary, uh, The Horses of Proud Spirit and Hoof Prints, More Stories from Proud Spirit, and The Dogs of Proud Spirit, the book that brought you and I together. And I just finished a middle grade manuscript. Um, It's about a young girl who's very lonely. She's growing up on a very rural peach farm, but she discovers a family secret that changes her life, and everything revolves around a bedraggled little donkey. Ooh. (laughs) I don't have a publisher yet, but um, I'm working on that, so hopefully that book will come into print soon. Yes. So,
2: next question, Mm -hmm. how did you become a firefighter?
1: Oh, well, um, I was volunteering at a fire department. This was a long, long time ago. It was way before there were very many women in the fire service. And I was volunteering at a fire department, and my sister, my older sister, said to me, why don't you go to the academy? And get hired by the fire department. And back then, it just didn't really dawn on me about women being in the fire service. This was uh, a very long time ago. And I just, I loved helping people. I loved the volunteer work. But boy, go ahead and get paid. That's even better, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. we went to the, I tr- I applied to go to the academy. And I was actually the very first woman to make it through. And I had a wonderful career as a firefighter, medic, and of course now there are hundreds of women in the fire service, but it was just it's a very rewarding work, to answer your question, and I, it was a wonderful career, and I loved doing it.
2: Nice. What inspired you to become an author? Why did you start writing books?
1: Well, when I was younger, I loved the Little House on the Prairie series by Laura Ingalls Wilder.
2: I love that series.
1: Oh, boy, it's my absolute favorite. I still have it. I still have the whole collection. Mm. And when I was a young girl, I always said, One day I'm going to live on a farm with a lot of animals, and I'm going to write their stories. And that dream came true. (laughs) That's
2: really nice. That doesn't happen a lot. You don't think something and then.
1: Yeah, I worked very hard for it and I just, I always dreamed of having a a, a place for animals who were in need and I've just always loved to write and I thought I was very inspired by Laura Ingalls Wilder.
2: <laughs> I bet she would be inspired by you if she could see what you've done.
1: Oh, that's an awful nice thing to say. Thank you.
2: Oh, it's true. Thank you. Next question. If a kid was discouraged about reading, what would you tell them to make them want to read?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. I have I have one thing I would say. Reading can take you anywhere you want to go.
2: I've always thought that, too. Good.
1: Yeah, I really believe that.
2: That's a nice answer. I <laughs> What is something you like to do, besides reading and writing and taking care of your animals?
1: One thing I am very, very passionate about as far as something fun to do, I love going to thrift stores. I love finding furniture that's old or falling apart or just really ugly. And I bring it home, and I love to refurbish it, paint it, fix it up, and make it beautiful. That's one of my favorite things to do. That's
2: a really interesting hobby. I don't think I've ever met someone with that hobby before.
1: <laughs> I love doing it.
2: Sounds fun.
1: It Maybe is. Not it's my
2: brother's definition of fun, but...
1: <laughs> right.
2: Anyway, that's all I have to ask you. Thanks for being on this interview with me.
1: Okay. Um, I am so appreciative. I can't tell you, and... It was just wonderful to hear your voice, and I sure appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wasn't that interesting?
0: I loved how she talked about how much she loved shopping for old furniture. Be sure to read her book to learn more about her other hobbies. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you're listening in iTunes, give me a rating and be sure to subscribe and always remember reading is magical